You gotta start somewhere. Welcome to Tinderella, the podcast that discusses the perils and pitfalls of dating in the 21st century. I'm your host, Ella, and today I'm joined by my friend, Peggy. On today's episode, we will be talking about our first Tinder dates, the ones that started it all. So sit back, relax, and come along, enjoy the ride. We had very different experiences, so enjoy. welcome hello so let's just dive right in how first I want to know how long did you communicate with your before meeting I communicated with my date I want to say for right around two weeks of heavy uh, texting communications and I want to say there was a few phone calls too so really you talked on the phone first. yes yes I'm a big fan of of talking on the phone before I meet somebody I am now but I had to learn that <laughs> so you you learned you learned a lot faster than I well to be fair um even though we did have all this wonderful communication, the date itself was straight out of your worst nightmare. All right, so welcome to it. So we're going to call this guy Ian. Ian was from uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and Ian was traveling to Buffalo to see a concert with his friends. And this is how he got in my region, uh, where we actually connected on Tinder. Yep, I get a lot of traveling, traveling, traveling people. Yes, uh, Ian was in a band. We discussed uh, music and our likes and our interests and stuff like that. So after feeling Ian out for a little bit, that we were going to meet up. Uh, He, of course, was traveling to Buffalo for a concert. So I told him I would be coming to Buffalo because I don't like to date locally. At that point in time, I was dating mostly in Buffalo area. Yeah. Um, So upon making the trek out to Buffalo, this was a Saturday night. Uh, It was probably around 5 p.m. that I left here that I left my area, which is about an hour south of Buffalo. And uh, I'm driving and I told him that I would text him whenever I got into Buffalo and then that we could meet somewhere. The, the plan was is that we were going to have dinner. And then, he, you know, this was, I think the concert was that Friday night. So this was a Saturday after. So he didn't have any plans and it was kind of an open evening. So I'm in Buffalo and I texted him and I get this really weird uh, response from him that his friends, his friends locally in Buffalo had picked him up and they were driving through the city 
And all of a sudden, he didn't know where he was. He had no idea where he was. He had no idea where they were going. He was just like, I'm lost. Oh, so he's holding a phone that's capable of texting, but apparently doesn't have a GPS? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So those were my thoughts, too. So I'm like, okay, um, this is definitely throwing me some major red flags, okay? But I'm like, you know, I just drove an hour to come meet this guy, and he is seemingly standing me up right now, now that I'm actually in Buffalo. Yes, hate that. Oh, man. So I'm just like, fuck it. I want to go get some hot wings and I super duper love the Arbor, the Arbor bar up in Buffalo for hot wings. It's my favorite place to get wings. So I'm just like, I'm going to go and get some wings and I'm going to have a good time regardless by myself. So I go, right? I'm doing, I'm doing my own thing. So I go to the Arbor Bar and I'm sitting there. I've ordered my food. I'm eating it. And then I'm just like, you know what? I'm really just not going to let this dude off the hook like this. Because on Tinder, you can see like location wise, like somehow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just like, I messaged him and I'm just like, you know what? I was just like, it's not the fact that you didn't want to meet me as the fact that you had me drive all the way up here you know I told you like he knew at the time that I was a single mom he knew at the time like my car was having issues uh so there was a couple different things that he knew about that was really sensitive to me as a person and like you know if you're meeting somebody you should show up so I was just like it's the fact that you wasted my time you wasted my time that I could have used utilized on somebody else who did want to meet me and that's what pisses me off so I yeah so I sent him this whole long message and I was just like and by the way I'm sitting here having wings by myself I hope you enjoy your evening and to which he replies I, he apologizes for standing me up in the next text, text message. And he was just like, are you really in Buffalo? I said, well, yeah, that was the plan. We were supposed to meet for dinner. So, yes, I am currently in Buffalo eating by myself. Just crazy that you would think that I'm not here. And um, he was just like, well, I'm just going through some, I'm going through some really bad stuff right now. Um, I'm having just a really hard, difficult time. I'm a mess. What, what did he say? He said, I'm a mess of a man, but if you don't mind, you know, seeing some tears, I'll still meet up with you. Oh, so now, so now it's, it's not the friend's fault. It's, it's his life's fault that he didn't meet you. Correct. Apparently, he was going through some things that he neglected to disclose to me. He's the only one because the rest of the world. Exactly. Yes. The rest of the world is just, you know, singing in the rain every second of the day. Every second of the day. So, at this point in time, it's one of those pivotal moments that where you should be like, 
no, this just doesn't feel good altogether. Just cut your losses. But me being me, I was like, okay, I drove all this way. I've had these wings. I'll go meet this guy to see, you know, if it was worth the drive. All right. So I made a bad decision. <laughs> it's your first Tinder <laughs> date. What do you know? I didn't know how to date. That's it's the funniest thing is that this is my very first Tinder date. Um, I was married 10 years before this. So to say that I didn't had no clue what I was doing when it comes to to come to like dating people and going on dates is an understatement. Yeah, I guess we should get some background because I too, when I started Tinder, was divorced and before I got married, Tinder wasn't a thing. So exactly, yeah. so it's exactly, not like I had experience with swipe-based dating at all. I didn't. No. So then, when I yeah, we'll get to my first date, but we got to finish yours. Yeah. So like you said, like this whole online dating was not a thing. Whenever I, you know, before I met my husband, I mean, it just it didn't exist. So whenever I come out of my, you know, whenever I come out of my ten-year marriage, wanting to put myself back out there. I'm overwhelmed with all these options and I didn't really know how things worked. So I just assume at this point in time, this is how dating looks, you know, in, in our current time, in our current generation. So I made a bad decision and I decided to go meet this guy at a bar. Well, at uh, least it was in public. Not the- it was in public. Yes. I am not much of a drinker myself um, and meeting a man at a bar isn't where I want the first impression to be. Now that after this date, I I will never do that again. But um, so I agreed to meet this guy at this bar and it's probably like four blocks from where I was at. Funny enough, the bar was four blocks from where I was at and he had been there all night after he told me he was lost and all that jazz. So, just for reference. So, so I just want to interject that a guy yes. that really wants to see you is going to drop a pin to you and be like, I don't know where I am, but this is where. And then you can find him. Or what he's going to do is be like, drop me a pin and I'll find you. Because everybody knows how to work that shit. Exactly. And, and if he was... I know how to work that shit. Right. And if he was a stand up dude, if this if this was a good dude, like those are all things he would be doing. But he wasn't. He wasn't any of the above. So I go and I meet this guy and I walk in and I tell him where to meet me. And uh I don't see him anywhere. I told him I'm like, hey, I'm here in the bar, where you at? This place is packed. It's packed. It's a Saturday night. It's like a little dive-in bar, so it's not very big. And it is just packed full of people. And I can't really make heads or tails of like where he is or anything like that. So I just go to the bar and I order myself a beer. And I'm sitting there. I'm just like, okay, well, I'm here. I'm at the bar getting a beer. And he's just like, okay, I'll be over in a minute. And so next thing I know, I turn around and he's there. And of course, we do the in-person Hey, how are you? And he was just like, I'm sorry, I'm such a mess. And I'm sorry that I almost canceled on you. And he was just like, and this is my friend. And he introduces me to one of his friends that he was hanging out with at the time. 
and I'm just like, oh, hey, how are you? And then she goes, this is the girl you almost canceled on. She's gorgeous. You'd be a fucking idiot. And so there's the friend is a chick. Yes, the friend is a chick. And he brought he didn't leave her wherever they were in the bar. He brought her his wing woman over with him to meet you for the very first time. Correct. You can't stand by yourself for the five minutes it's gonna take to So here's what where dude went wrong. He needed to tell his friend, Oh, my date's here, I'm gonna go say hi and then we'll be back. I'm yes. gonna go get her, pay for her beer, and then we'll be back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that would be that would be the correct the correct thing to do in that so situation. That was mistake like seven. I've lost count. Yeah. 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 We're we're losing we're losing count at, at this point about just how bad this is gonna get. So um he introduces us and then we just started talking and we kind of took a quiet section of the bar and we sit down and I of course got my beer and he's clearly like four sheets to the wind at this point in time. And he's talking to me about his recent breakup. This is why he's so sad. That you didn't already discuss in all the texts and the phone calls and whatever. Nope. Never discussed. Because I didn't realize that he had a broken heart. I had no clue that he had just broken up with his girlfriend of two years who had been cheating on him with all of his friends and now he's bitter towards her and he's a crying mopey mess at a bar across the country standing up a Tinder date. Was he actually crying like real tears? He was literally crying tears like there was streaming down his face yes okay yes okay how when you say just broken up how recently are we talking like within the last couple of weeks yes yes it was very hopped on tinder the next day exactly okay that's exactly what happened yes men 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 make notes you need from a relationship you don't get on tinder and bang it out that's not healing no 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 and then i mean not only is it not healing but like you're confusing the people that you're trying to go on dates with it's just a whole mess fuckery of a situation don't do that to yourself first but also to everyone you meet yes give yourself time and I don't know. Oh my goodness! I don't know why no one tells men to do that. Like, I don't know either. Like, where are they? Where are guys? Where are guys getting their? You know, their. Who who do they go to whenever they whenever they are like, hey, man, I want to go. I want to start dating again. What do you think? You know, what? How should I approach this? Like, yeah. <laughs> there's there's got to be like some help, some self help guides or something. Yeah. What you know for these is the girlfriend who will give them the straight dope. Yeah. So after he starts crying and stuff and we're having this conversation, I'm drinking my beer and thinking this is the worst night of my life. (laughs) And I just really want to get away from this guy. His friend has now reapproached us and we're all sitting there talking. And his friend is actually really cool. You know, I'm, I'm vibing with her. She's a really cool chick. 
you know, it is it is what it is. At this point in time, I'm just like, oh, you know, or at least I get to meet new people. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm I'm trying to pump myself up with positivity for this negative experience. And she hands him something. And he's just like, hey, I'll be right back. And I was just like, okay, cool. So we're sitting there and it's just me and her talking. And he disappears. And uh, we're just chit-chatting about, you know, she's local to Buffalo and what she does for a living and yada, yada, yada. And he finally comes back probably like six minutes later. And he comes up and he's like, hey, do you want some of this? And he he holds out his hand and in his hand, he's got cocaine. Oh, no, he doesn't. He has cocaine and he's offering me cocaine. The stranger that he stood up. Yes. And then left at the bar to fend for herself yep and then cried all over yep and now we're doing cocaine just a little dabble do you <laughs> so i kid you i kid you not um he literally offered me cocaine and at this point in time in my brain i'm thinking wow like this date couldn't possibly get any worse than it is right now this is terrible. So I'm not one to judge people for their personal preferences. So I'm like, oh, you know what? No thanks. I'm good. You know, it's not, it's, it's just not for me. I don't judge that you're doing it, but it's just not something that I do. I, I value my heart health too much to be doing cocaine at my age. So I politely decline and I'm just like, wow, I need to find a way to dip out. So I, I think I told him that I was going to go get another beer or whatever. And I kind of disappeared to the bar and I'm just over there trying to think of a way to dip out. And then he reapproaches me and he's just like, here, let me buy you a beer. And so he buys me the second beer and, um, his friend Mosey's over and she's just like, oh, Hey, I've got to go. I got to go pick up, you know, my friend, she's getting done from work. Are you going to be okay? She's talking to him at this point. He's just like, oh yeah. He was just like, I'm sure she can give me a ride home. What? And he's just, yeah. I'm sure she can give me a ride back to the, cause we stay in a hotel. I'm sure she can give me a ride back to the hotel that I'm staying in. It shouldn't be an issue. So I'm just kind of like, oh yeah, sure. I guess. Okay, um, I have to interject again. Interject. For all everybody who's listening, you don't have to think of a way to dip out. Just fucking walk out the door. Yes. Now we know that. This was our first Yes. Now this is our first This is our first date. Now we know. Um, you don't have to have an excuse. You don't want oh to man. Or you just mm-hmm. leave. And no, it is I, I can see in my head. I can see where this train wreck is headed. I can see the collision <laughs> coming. But we're going to get to that. However, uh, the, the audacity. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> it was pretty terrible. It was pretty bad. And the person I am today, the, per- the, the dating person I am today, I would not put up with that shit. I would run. I wouldn't say anything. I would de- I would block you. I would delete you. I wouldn't say a, not another word to you. You got to remember though, this is me like post 10 years of a of a bad of a bad marriage and just kind of putting myself out there again. So I was very much not just you. Women are trained to be pleasers. We yes. have to teach ourselves and learn from other women who had to learn it from somewhere themselves and other women. That you don't have to make everybody happy. Yes, exactly. Society didn't teach us that. Our parents didn't teach us that. We have to learn it. 
Our marriages definitely didn't teach us that. When you first get back out into the dating world, you don't know that. No. You think, I have to follow this date through to its natural conclusion. I have to figure out a way to gracefully exit. I have to be nice. I have to be nice. You just think it. It's not you even just, a kind yeah. thought. All right. So you're at the bar. The friend is leaving. Ian is uh, volunteering you to take him back to his hotel because apparently not only does his phone not have GPS, but it also is incapable of summoning an Uber. Correct. Yes. All this is just making so much sense. (laughs) (laughs) So did you have a second beer? I think I sipped on it a little bit, but I did not drink it down because at this point in time, I'm just trying to dip out of there as soon as possible. Trying to get Ian back to his hotel room that I have so graciously offered to take him back to. Uh, So I'm finally... Yeah, yeah, basically just being told. I Yeah, pretty much. So we chit-chat for like maybe five, six more minutes. And I'm finally like, hey, it's getting late. Do you want to go ahead and, you know, head? I'll take you back to your hotel. You know, I've got stuff to do in the morning. He was just like, oh, yeah, that's fine. So we get up and we leave. And as we're in the car, we're making small talk. And he's kind of like telling me how much he's he he just finds me attractive and we're getting to the point now where I'm getting like, he's feeling like I may go back with him to this hotel. Oh, oh and he's thinking you are, you're a human in his mind. First of all, he's delusional because you contacted him after he stood you up. So that's telling him that you're more interested than you are to him. That wasn't righteous indignation. That was, yeah, she wants the D then you didn't immediately shoot him down when he was like oh she'll take me back to my hotel room men don't function with a whole brain in the best of circumstances but he's drunk and stoned yeah so he's not functioning at even his whole capacity whatever small amount that is so he's definitely thinking you're going back to his room definitely yeah so at this point in time i'm just like i just got to get him to this hotel and drop him off so we're getting there and and he's getting he's being pretty persistent that i come up and i'm just like no i can't you know i've got stuff to do tomorrow and we pull i pull over and i'm parking like in like just a street parking area right there beside the hotel like i'm not pulling into a parking lot or anything and I'm just like, okay, we're here. It was nice to meet you. Have a great night. Do you, are you sure you don't want to come up? And he's just kind of being like super pressure. I'm just like, no, no, I just, I can't. I have things to do tomorrow. Well, what do you have to do? What's so important? And I'm just like, you know, I'm just, I'm just like, please just get out of my fucking car. And so finally he's starting to get kind of combative and kind of angry at me because I won't come up to his hotel with him. And I'm just like, bro i have mace in my side you know that my little what do you call that in your car there yeah yes yes and i'm just like and i honestly like it would be an honor to mace the fuck out of you right now and so finally this kid gets out of my fucking car and he is just pissed and he just starts walking in the opposite direction of his hotel so now i'm just like wow i was just like okay just pull off and just go so i leave 
and um, I immediately blocked and deleted everything because I didn't want him to have a chance to contact me. And as I'm driving, I am just absolutely fuming over everything. The entire evening, how terrible it was, my expectations versus my reality that I actually, you know, got in the evening. And as I'm going through a smaller town on my way back to my house, there's this car in front of me and they are doing 20 and a 35. And that just pisses me off even more because at this point in time, I'm just really trying to get home so I can get in my bed and I can try to be happy whenever I go to sleep. And so I pull around this car and I'm passing them and wouldn't you fucking know it, the police pull me over. For passing in a no passing zone. So I also get a ticket. (laughs) As if my night couldn't get possibly any worse. (laughs) The cherry on top of my evening is a ticket. So yeah, I finally made it home. On my very first Tinder date, I also had an encounter with the policeman. Did you? (laughs) That is hilarious. Oh man, well, so it probably took a while for you to hop back off the Tinder horse. Uh, yeah, that that set me back about like two months, and then even from there, I was so sketched out about meeting anybody. I was very, very specific on rules and regulations on how the date was going to go and stuff like that. So. I had better dates after that one, but that one definitely set me up uh, pretty, pretty badly. <laughs> I had exactly the opposite experience on my very Tinder date. Oh, yeah. I started, when I first started Tinder, like you, like no idea what to expect. I actually had done online dating before, but Tinder wasn't a thing or Bumble or Hinge or any kind of swipe where you didn't have to like fill out this long extensive profile and you know, and I met my ex-husband on with an online dating pr- platform, but it was, I want to think Match we met. And that was years and years before when online dating was not as widely accepted. It was definitely not the go-to way to meet people. And, yeah. and Tinder didn't exist. So you had to fill out all these long profiles and you had to fill in like paragraphs about yourself and like long questionnaires and and people were really like shy about admitting that you met online so I did have and I had very limited experience I think I maybe went on three or four dates with online dating before I met him and then you know that was it so my very first tinder date ever after my divorce I met Dr. Bill and uh, we chatted we texted in Tinder's app very maybe for a couple of hours and he asked for my number so I gave it to him that was a risky move I know now in this case it worked out beautifully for me now I see that's not necessarily people don't do that um (laughs) I did because I didn't know any better. It was my first time. 
and we switched to WhatsApp, which is a uh, most people know what WhatsApp is. Right to protect um, to protect your phone number and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we used WhatsApp for texting pretty much nonstop for I think it was two weeks, and we just didn't. It was only two weeks because we didn't our schedules didn't align for us to meet sooner than that. <clears throat> I was out of town one weekend and then he was traveling for work and then so it was you know two weeks we agreed to meet halfway between us for dinner at a Mexican restaurant and we did he also was from the Buffalo area and um, I so we met about halfway I am perpetually early for everything so I (laughs) was parked in the parking lot waiting so that I didn't seem too eager and saw him pull in and go into the restaurant and then I went in after and then I didn't see him and I was like what the fuck did he like see me in the parking lot and go out the back door like decide I'm not what I said yeah what happened (laughs) where'd he go where's Waldo no the horrible thing came straight from the hospital in his scrubs and went in the bathroom to change oh that's funny. which i thought super cute but he was so anxious that he forgot to change out of his scrubs shirt so he just changed his pants and shoes so he came back out and then like looked down at himself and he was like damn it like i'm such a dork which i found really really endearing um so about 20 minutes into the date, my phone went off and I was like, look, I'm really sorry. I have kids. I'm not going to leave my ringer off. But it was actually a girlfriend checking on me because she knew it was my first date and I was meeting a stranger and she was worried. Like we had this sort of system worked out where if I responded and I was alive, that was great. If I was dead in a dumpster, she, she would call the police. The yes, yes, yes. Good. Safety checks. I love it. So he was like, oh, take a picture and send it to her. And he stuck his utensils, like, up his nose, like, the ends of his utensils. So, like, a spoon and a fork were coming out of his nostrils. Like, total dork. Just super funny. Totally understood that I was going to have girlfriends check in on me. Very, very great. I was rolling with laughter the whole time. They ended up kicking us out of the place. Like, we stayed there past closing time. They're putting the chairs on the tables. It was so much fun oh that sounds amazing then um he walks me out to my car and he's like as we're getting ready to say goodnight his phone rings and he's like look I don't want to say goodbye yet just hop in my car I have to take this call so I'm like now I'm like yeah maybe don't get in a stranger's car on the first date but that's not that smart and just hop in so uh he's (laughs) talking to his nurse about work stuff and whatever and um gets off the phone and he's like you didn't hear any of that that was all confidential and I was like I honestly wasn't paying any attention to it um so he's like so yeah I definitely want to see you again let's open your calendar let's lock it down when are you free very like everything you could want about a first date I was laughing we enjoyed a meal had a drink but neither of us you know like got drunk he was exactly who he said he was totally a gentleman we did kiss chemistry was really good um and I don't have any like hard and fast rules about kissing on the first date 
And if I feel like it, I do. If I don't, don't I don't. don't. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. So we set a date, you know, a second date, made plans. I get back in my car and I'm like texting my girlfriends like, oh my God, this is so great. I can't believe I waited so long to get back out there or whatever. Because I waited, I want to say a full year from the end of my marriage until I started dating again. Because I'm not a man and I gave myself time to fucking heal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all the horror stories, you know, I had heard, you know what I had heard about Tinder is that it only, people were just looking for hookups. And I wasn't just looking for hookups, but I also wasn't really looking for a serious relationship. I wanted to meet new people and have fun. Right. So, Dr. Bill fit the bill. It was great. great. I like that. Um, I love that you have such a positive experience in comparison to my absolute Tinder nightmare. I love that. Yeah. So, I'm sitting in my car texting with my girlfriends and everything, and he he texted me from his car, which is parked right next to mine, and said, I really don't feel comfortable leaving while you're still sitting here. I mean, it's like two hours at this point after the restaurant closed, and it's a really small town in the middle of our town, so there's no... Like, it's not a well-lit area. There's no other businesses around, really. Um, All the staff have gone home. I felt like that very sweet and also, you know, a little protective, and that's great. Just the right amount of concern. Not creepy, overbearing, he-man, woman can't take care of herself, but just, like, looking out for me, you know? Yeah, yeah, I dig that. That's yeah, that's super. I love, yeah. I love, a, I love a gentleman. I love a gentleman. Yes, exactly. So you know, I just texted him like a little kissy face emoji, and you know, thanks for a good time, and and left. And I got pulled over on my way because my car does not have automatic headlights, and I was so kerfuffled about the whole great first date that I. And neglected to turn my headlights on. Oh no! Yeah, so I got pulled over not very far after getting pulling out of the parking lot, and unlike you, did not the officer was just like, and I was kind of like, oopsie, sorry, and he sent me on my way. Oh, so you got away with no ticket? Ah, yeah. lucky dog, you. <laughs> Dr. Bill and I went on to see each other, I want to say four or five more times. Wow. And it just sort of pulled and faded. Um, no no real reason, no animosity or anything. I think he got very busy. I, We were both, I'm assuming he was too. I was seeing other people. Because unlike you, my wonderful experience led me to like hop right back in the saddle pretty much immediately. And I was going on two or three days a week or sometimes a day at that point because it was amazing like it was so much fun and I had such a great time and like everyone liked me it was so good yeah I'm still I I sometimes still find myself pretty pretty uh scarred over that situation I'm doing better now uh very scarred I think yeah so that was gosh when what when did I start dating coming up on four years ago and if 
I had had your experience as my first date, I'm not sure I would have had a second one even still. Yeah. Because I'm a baby about things. So I'm, I'm super glad that I had the first date. But it just goes to show that they're not all going to be a clusterfuck of horrible. They're also not all going to be this amazingly wonderful laugh fest that I had. You just don't know. Yeah. The unknown. Right. I did not have any phone conversations with Dr. Bill. Or or a lot of guys, actually. It took a long time before I got to the point where I was like, you know, I'm wasting a lot of time going on dates with guys that in reality I can't hold... You, you don't know when you're texting someone how fluid your conversation is going to be. Exactly. So it does require a phone conversation. In fact, I was on the phone today with someone that I'm pretty sure I'm not going to meet in person, and he's very interested. But to me, there's no fun banter. There's no... Um, it just doesn't It doesn't flow. flow. Yeah. He's very full very full of compliments he's very interested in me I find him dull yeah I can't go out with a dull guy like I I'm very humor like you if you can make me laugh you could put a ring on my finger like I need to laugh I need to I need to feel like a you know a really good strong conversation flow and you know first dates are weird anyways it's kind of hard to find topics to talk about for you know and if you're not if you're not just flowing off of each other it makes it really awkward and then yeah no yeah absolutely so I've learned have a phone conversation or have several at different points in the day because my energy changes throughout the day certain times of day are better for me or worse for me that has to be true well maybe it doesn't because men are such odd ducks maybe it just have to be true yeah so I learned that what else did I learn uh since Dr. Bill well I mean he really taught me not every guy is gonna lead to marriage some of them just show you where great places to eat are that's a good way to look at it too you know how to laugh and have a good time at at yourself at him at the situation he is older than my mother you know like there's a huge age difference didn't matter we had a great time together um he was very respectful of me he was respectful of my time he appreciated a lot of the things that I'm passionate about, even though he didn't share my passion, he could appreciate the fact that I was passionate about them. And that was really important to me. And I didn't understand until I dated people that didn't appreciate it. I didn't understand how important that was to me. So, right. Um, yeah, that was something I learned from him. Like, honestly, I still see him on Tinder and, you know... I don't swipe right on him anymore <laughs> because, you know, I've already been there, done that. But I, I think, too, he's, I'm at a point in my life where I am looking for something more serious, and I don't think he is, so we just wouldn't match Right, anymore. right. But for, for where we were in our lives at that time, it was perfect. See, and I think that's me, too, now. Like, I, I did a 
I'm not really one to like what a serial dater. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to find somebody who I could see a future with. You know what I'm saying? I like to meet somebody who is, we have the same goals. We have, you know, we're both working on our, you know, ourselves. We're both working on our own personal goals. And it's some, I'm at this point in time in my life, I'm looking for someone who I can build a future with. So if I don't really see future potential in somebody, I don't really pursue them. So that's pretty much where I'm at now. And I'm very, I'm very happy and secure in, in being a single woman. Um, I'm independent, you know, I take care of myself. So in order to get me, you know, to, to have interest, I have to feel like you're going to add value to my life. So that's, that's where I'm at now in my, in my dating expenditures. But boy, there's been a few. I'm so glad we talked about our very first Tinder dates. Thank you so much for sharing your experience. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I'm sorry. No, it's funny though. Like this is one of those stories that you can literally tell over and over and over again. And people are going to be like, you did what? What? You got a ticket at the end too? And it's just absolutely insane, you know? Not to give the impression that I have not had traumatic dates, because I sure have, and we'll talk about those another time. But my very first Tinder date was was the, the gold really standard, the first, yeah, the greatest first date you could ever hope, hope for. And um, I think that it's important to talk about both kinds of dates because if you are doing any kind of dating, you're going to encounter both. Maybe not to yes. either extreme. But you're going to go on some bad dates. You're also going to go on some good ones. That's just the game. I mean, this is the dating game is not for the faint of heart. No, it's not. (laughs) And it definitely helps. I think you touched on that. It helps to know who you are and what you're looking for and to be firm in that. Yes. You don't have to sit through the two hour long date or however long. No. And know what you want. Be firm in your standards. But you have to learn that, and or someone has to tell you and give you permission, kind of. To, yeah, to, to have to have yeah to have standards, and that's something that I learned too after that first date. I learned a it's okay to walk away from anybody who's not giving you good energy at any point in time. It's okay you don't owe anybody an explanation for why you're not you know having conversation with them anymore. You know you got to stay true to yourself. You have to have a backbone. I think. Um, and those are all things that I learned after that first date. So nice, nice Peggy went out the window after the first date. And see, it took me a lot longer to learn those things because I wasn't having a bad time. So I didn't have to learn how to stick up for myself or how to stand up for my, you know, be firm in my resolve or stay true to my standards because I wasn't being challenged in any way. Dr. Bill was great and was, you know, I certainly hope if I ever need a neurosurgeon that he's my doctor. Yeah. But I, I, I wasn't, (laughs) I wasn't wasn't being, nothing was being called into, like, I didn't have to question how I really felt about anything because my goal was to have a good time and I was having a good time. 
he wasn't ever late. He didn't ever cancel on me. He didn't ever, you know what I mean? So I didn't have to say like, how am I going to react when those things happen until they happened with other people? And by then I had been dating for quite a while. Yeah. So I had to learn. It took me a lot longer to learn those things. Like lessons like, you know, have a conversation on the phone. I locked out with, with Bill. I really did. And so when those situations arose later it kind of came as a shock to my system like what do you mean they're not all they're not all great (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly mine was the opposite I was just like oh my god so they're not all going to be a nightmare (laughs) (laughs) yeah so next time we'll talk about one of my nightmares and one of your good experiences yes I love that idea sounds great thanks for coming on I will talk to you soon okay thanks bye all right I'd like to thank my friend Peggy for joining me on today's episode. And as always, I would love to hear from you. You can reach out at on Instagram at tinderella.love or here on Anchor. Send us a voice message. Have you been on your first Tinder date yet? How'd it go? I'd love to hear about it. Uh, until next time, swipe right. <laughs>